Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to fox sports radio, radio. Relief. For the last few months, there's been a lot of he say, she say, a lot of nail biting, a lot of head scratching going on. But for the next five years, it's a lot of flock going on. <laughs> like there relief. Yeah, let's like, go, oh, baby. For the Oof. next five years, let's, let's just play. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move forward. Yeah. It's like uh, any negotiation, uh, going through a divorce, you're just happy that it's done. and Or a contract negotiation, which is well, the case... Did. You know, in this in this story. So, congratulations to Lamar Jackson again. Agreed to a five year deal, two hundred and sixty million. Again, that puts him past Jalen Hurts, who got two fifty five. So, he wins. Two thoughts. Number one, was I the only one looking in his mirrored glasses to see if I saw anything scandalous? Because uh, he he seemed relaxed. It's just you. Uh, he seemed relaxed. I'm like, is there someone in his lap? And then I was like, he's what? Well, what? I'm just saying, he seemed relaxed. And what were the you mirror- maybe yeah. like a like a like a nice uh, someone was laying old fa- an old fashioned. He was oh, sipping I'm, on no, a cocktail. No, I'm just saying, he seemed Did like you think he had his Shih Tzu on his lap. Uh, well, no, not that. I, I I was just like, ooh, what if there's something scandalous? You've never seen something, Cavino one time back in the day. Oh man, this guy just gives up all my juice. This guy pretends like we're not nationwide syndicated all over the place shout sometimes, out to the affiliates sometimes i forget that uh, i'm not talking to just you guys you're just gonna give up all my dirt go ahead go right ahead go ahead. you know i believe you were like on the on the outs with a girlfriend or you were mm-hmm. talking to someone and you saw them post a selfie at dinner mm-hmm. and i remember you came up to me and Kavino's like yo bro and i'm like what do you got Kavino? and he no, goes it wasn't just a selfie it was a selfie of the person i was with holding up a, a wine glass well, like, that's, cheers that's what i was gonna say Kavino goes, bro, look at the wine glass. I swear there's a reflection of another dude. And if you zoomed in, there was, and I was absolutely oh, right about that. Oh, oh my. Yeah. So, Danny, I just put on my John Stossel investigative mustache. Nothing going on in the Lamar Jackson reflective glasses. I was looking at everybody's, it was it was the image of an eye and an eyebrow. Like I saw the guy's face in the reflection. So I was on her social media pages trying to match up every eyebrow. Who was it? It was Anthony Davis' eyebrows. <laughs> and it was Anthony Davis because there was only one eyebrow. So, hey, nothing in the reflection. Congrats to Lamar Jackson. You're right. Relief. He can now move it's past relief, it. It's relief, dude. And honestly, even as a, a fan, I feel a sense of relief for him because I'm like, how long are we going to drag this out? And honestly, perfect timing. The day of the draft. Exactly. Other teams, the Ravens, all these teams can now move forward knowing the deal. 
Um, I was going to ask, you know, obviously the biggest question was always the guy has no, his own, he was his own agent, right? He had nobody representing right. him. You guys just talked about being a big win, you know, big win for him. He finally got, does that still, is that still a bad taste that he didn't have an agent? Or do you think in the end it, he ended up on top anyway, right? Well, he did end up on top, Ramos. And uh, I was saying to Dan Byer in the hallway, I'm like, and no agent fee. I know it's not the 5 to 10 or 15% that actors and hosts and stuff get from an agent, but still, it's a couple percent of all that. You did say that on air. You oh, did, I said it on yeah, air, too? Yeah, John just wasn't listening to you. That's all. No, oh, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. In, in the point of, remember when Dak got his contract? Yeah. It was the season where he broke his leg. And it was at 10 o'clock instead of at 12. And he still got the full money. So everything that went on this offseason, Lamar may not have gotten the, the guarantees, but he still got a contract that will make him the highest paid quarterback you know, on annual salary. And it just tells you, teams are still going to pay for quarterbacks. Yeah, they have to. Because I think the Ravens looked and said, hey, in our division, Joe Burrow is going to get paid a ton. Deshaun Watson took the Browns to the cleaners. And Pittsburgh will eventually figure out their guy. Yeah, and not to jump in, but both Adam Schefter and Tom Palacero uh, reporting $185 million in guarantees. <laughs> Jalen Hurts had $179 million in guarantees. Hey, Danny, Danny G, Dan Beyer, Ramos, how do you think it would have panned out, Rich, if Lamar Jackson would have signed first? Then would Jalen Hurts have been the highest paid? Is it all just a, a timing thing for real? Is it all the yes. last guy? Yes. Yeah, Wh- whoever's next. So yes. do you think that's part of the tactic and strategy, like the, the waiting game? Because he knows that Jalen Hurts is going to sign. He knows he's going to sign big. So is it just a waiting game? Because I'm sure he's happy to get this contract and be the highest. I hear what you're saying, because when you when you look at even every sport, it's whoever signs the next equivalent or lateral mm-hmm. type yeah. of superstar will be like, well, I want that and a little more for maybe ego or just a principle. Yeah, it's 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 also just the point about Dak of like if you you're going to get paid, so you might as well be the the later one to do it. I think it was actually one of the criticisms when Josh Allen got his done was because they felt that he did have more leverage in terms of asking for what he wanted that he could have waited out cuz he was in the same draft class Josh Allen could be in, you know could be sitting here without a long-term contract right now and guess what if he got 53 million dollars from the million dollars per season from the bills we wouldn't bat an eye we'd be like yeah We're so it is, it is waiting it's, it out it's like remember something about mary and it's like 8 minute abs 7 minute abs <laughs> yes. 6 minute abs it's like you're just going to try to continuously slowly one up you can't do 6 minute abs <laughs> well you know what this is also an example of Knowing your value, a la Aaron Judge style, the only people that could really truly wait it out are people that know what their worth is and believe in it and can back it up. Well, one other thought about what you said, the relief that he must feel, obviously, draft night, now Lamar Jackson could sit back and say, I got 52 mil a year coming this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been working for. And five years sounds nice. Since I was a little boy. Since he was a little boy. This mm-hmm. is what he's been working for. To play in the NFL and to get this big deal. And especially in today's world. Not only in sports. I mean, especially in sports. But, I mean, Rich and I, on a personal note, we have a sigh of relief knowing that we're good here at Fox Sports Radio for a few years. There's a security yeah. that, that you and, and, need. And we're, uh, we're, quote, on our rookie deal, so I'd like to talk about the next one. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold out. I, I, I'll tell you this. I want to give a piece of advice. You could say it's bad advice. Eh, so maybe I shouldn't give it. But I will. You talked <laughs> about paying off your hospital bills. I have a little trick. Sense of relief. A little Just trick. to be over the process. Like, I, I'm not going to collections. I don't want you to think I'm some sleazeball that's like, you know, Bill Chasers it already are following went to, me. It already went to collections. But, but uh, my theory is this. I own my house. Well, I'm, you know, I have a mortgage. I got my car. I'm not going to let things go to collections. But even simple things like my dentist, they'll send me 20 bills. I just throw them out because every time it just goes down and down and down and down. That's like, great advice, I, everybody. No, but if I would have paid the first bill, you know, they would have been like, oh, your uh, root canal cost uh, four grand. Then it's like, oh, we're sorry, two grand. I keep ignoring them until finally they're like, all right. Uh, two hundred bucks, and I'm like, okay. I, deal. I think what you're saying is, if you have all your 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 things in place, right, as a homeowner and as a guy who has a nice car and everything else, they have a good job. It doesn't really matter, even if it affects your credit a little bit, because 
you got everything you want. Until you, they lower it. Rich, you're 100% right. Thank 100% you, correct. Okay, I didn't pay a bill for a while for my dentist or whatever doctor. <laughs> when I finally called him up like about a, a year later, they said, how much are you? And they said, oh, you don't owe us anything. I went, exactly. So I, through the course of that time, the bills and the and the insurance paid down that $2,000 bill. Had I paid him the two grand at the beginning, I, where am I going to get my money back? Exactly. There is a point, though, and Rich, I'll back you up. Here's why he's right. The the money I owed was 2,900 bucks. And look, it's just a principle because I really didn't owe that. It's a whole story, whatever. But that's what they were charging me. 2,900 bucks. I held out till today. 1800. Still, so it came down to 1800. It would have been, been 400. overpaid if I waited one more day, it starts to affect your credit. Eventually, it will start to affect your credit. I work too hard to have anything affect my credit, so screw that. So you're right, but I say no. Dude, know when it's going to start affecting you. My son, Dan Byer, might deal with this. Ramos, we all got little kids. My son swallowed, my wife thought my son swallowed like a little piece of Lego or a dinosaur thing. She went to the urgent care and then they sent her to the hospital just to make sure it was one of those like hey, i think he's okay pat him on the back the i think he's okay pat him on the back was like a two thousand dollar bill and i'm like oh, you have insurance man. i'm like nope then it was ten then it was like a thousand dollars nope it went down to finally i was like oh the copay is 50 plus an extra 50 because of some specialist i'm like okay now i'll pay don't be a sucker, and the re- the relief you have. See you later, sucker. I get it. I get it. But uh, I hope to not be giving bad advice. But I feel like don't don't ever. It's pay the bad first advice bill. if the, if you just keep throwing it away and you realize it's starting to affect your credit. I'm not saying avoid collectors. What I'm saying is don't pay the first bill you ever get. That's sucker's behavior. I feel like I did that in my 20s. I feel like when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh, you got a cavity filled. I'm like, here, dentist, here's a thousand bucks. I learned my dumb lesson. In-day baseball. Braves trying to close out the Marlins. 4-0 in the ninth. They were dealing with a rain delay in Atlanta earlier today. Cardinals lead the Giants 2-0 in the seventh. Oakland's on top of the, excuse me, tied up at five apiece with the Angels in the fourth inning. Pirates drop the Dodgers 6-2. Phillies over the Mariners 1-0. Cubs were winners today over the Padres by a score of 5-2. And guys, remember... When the women's final four was going on, and we're talking about Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and the whole, you know, you don't see, you know, you can't see me deal. Course, yeah. And there was the whole Haley Van Lith from Louisville and how Caitlin uh, Clark disrespected her. So that's why LSU said, like, we decided to disrespect uh, Caitlin Clark. Well, Haley Van Lith is transferring from Louisville to LSU. So oh. now the girls that apparently had her back, she will now be teammates with with uh, two years of eligibility. Wow. Back to you guys. Thank you, Dan Byer. You know, Dan, uh, I was realizing that a lot of these women collegiate superstars, it is in their best interest to keep this buzz going mm-hmm. because, listen, you could, with, with, you know, NIL, male athletes can make money before they enter the pros. Women athletes make more in college Yes. Than the WNBA. So if I'm Angel Reese or if I'm any of these uh, talented women, yeah, get I'm, your money. I'm making a fuss. I'm mm-hmm. yapping. I'm talking. I'm I'm going on social media. They can make millions in college and then go to the WNBA and make a hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Strike while the iron's hot. That's so what you hey, do. I, I I wish them all luck. All right. Where do you want to go, Kavino? Besides the moon? Ooh, um, I want to go to Tulum. Swimming to Cenote? Yeah, swimming to Cenote. Lots of beautiful women there in Tulum. Sounds good. Do you want to yeah. also go to Giannis last night? Let's after talk about this because a lot of people applauded it. I thought it was a great way to think about life. I really do. But is this the winner's mentality that you expect in sports? That's really the question. I think it's a really healthy mindset and a great and amazing way to look at things. And it's a great example to set for kids. Like if kids or people who are like, why haven't I gotten the job? Why am I always overlooked? It's a nice way to stay positive. But is this what you want from a leader of your franchise in the world of sports, especially? Remember, sports is different than life. Sports is win now. It's a win now mentality. And that's the way we watch, that's the way we root, and that's what we expect. So take a listen to Giannis after last night's game. I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal. Right, which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, 
um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents, you work towards a goal. It's not a failure, it's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't, know, I don't, want, to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure? That's what you're telling me? No, I'm asking you a question, yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other, other people are going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we, we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year. And I, last year I was in the right um, mind space to answer the question back. But I remember it. Any more questions? Anyone? Any more questions for Giannis? Well, if there's no failure in sports, I think there's no such thing as a bad question. Because hadn't he asked that question, we wouldn't have gotten that beautiful answer. Yeah. And I think that's great advice and something great that you tell a kid who's dealing with failure for the first time. So uh -huh. I respect it from that perspective. Again, he has a really healthy perspective. But if you ask Michael Jordan, how do you know Michael Jordan agrees? He might say, no. Every year I didn't win, I looked at it as a failure, and that pushed me to win my actual six championships. You don't know how, or we don't know, how Michael Jordan really views that. In, in, in my opinion, he took a lot of things personal, and I believe that he took losing really personal. Other heroes of mine, like Derek Jeter, have blatantly said that when they didn't win, because expectations are so high, because it's sports, it's a win-or-lose game. When they didn't win in New York, it was a failure. So this is just a nice way of, of saying, yeah, we lost, but it's it's a process. Hi, it's healthy. It, it's, it's, it is. It's healthy. It but is. You're, you're uh, and I say this in the kindest way when I say maniacs, but maniacs like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Derek Jeter, yeah. people that had this like almost like borderline unhealthy I need to win. They're the most competitive. Like like Michael Jordan didn't want to lose playing dice with the uh, you know ball boy. Like Michael Jordan, there's stories where he played around the golf and he's like, we not we have to play another eighteen because I lost. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they're crazy competitive. So I mean, when you're crazy maniac competitive, yeah, you end up being one of the greatest of all time. But is what Giannis said probably the right answer for everything in life. Look, I think he, again, is, is sugarcoating the truth that it is a failure, right? Does, it matter, that that they, what, does it matter that an eight seed beat a one seed? If this was the Eastern Conference Finals or the or the NBA Finals, isn't it different, Danny G, than that, an eight seed beat a one yes, seed? Yes, that's what I told you in our pre-show meeting. The fact they were a number one seed losing to an eight seed makes a huge difference in this conversation. Yeah. It's only happened six times in NBA history. So it makes it a what, Danny G? A failure. It makes a failure of a season. He's not a failure. But it's how you look at failure. If you take failure and use it as your motivation... Yeah, that could turn you into a winner. Yeah, and it's but a part have, of life. We've all had failures. We've all. I mean, it, it is a part of life. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. So I think, like, regardless of what he said and, and how there's a nice sentiment behind it, no matter how, to, no matter how you slice it, it's still a failure. I mean, but that, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Tom Brady. You learn from it. Tom if, Brady if you learn uh, from it. lost three Super Bowls. Joe Montana won four, but think of all the other years, the Giants or the Redskins or the or the uh, Vikings beat Montana. Even the biggest winners, Kobe Bryant lost in the finals to the Celtics one year. Other years, oh, four, they lost to uh, the how Pistons. About this, how about, you know, ask the owner, how do they feel about it? You know, they're not paying millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars so the team could lose right away. That's that's not why. they're. How do they feel? They're paying that kind of money because they're expecting to win. It's sports, guys. 
and I understand sports is a big part of life, but it's it's measured in a different way. Sports is measured in wins and losses. Now, right? Failures and success. That's how sports is measured. Life is a little different. You know, but I'm telling you, it doesn't be have to viewed in a negative way, failure. If he turns this into motivation to win in the of future. Of course. Now, if they win next year or the year after, and it's like Giannis did take this and the team learned from, hey, let's not, you know, let's not coast into the playoffs and, and you know, for a one seed, can't yeah, lose the, to an eight. The, fail, the quote unquote failure could be the fuel that they need yeah. to push forward. I have, so it's still a failure, though. I, and I do like what he said. But remember, he had a full year to think about it. And he was a little, little hard on the reporter. Nobody's talking about that. Why did you ask it? Blah blah blah. Guess what? He asked it, and you gave a great answer. Well, I, I got you know. Let me let me wrap off three examples because they're all sort of relevant in different ways. Last year, Danny G. Ramos, your Dodgers, they won over a hundred and ten games. Didn't the Dodgers win like one fifteen last year? They were bounced from the playoffs quick. The Mets, Buck Showalter's first year, they collapsed in the end. Over they won over a hundred games, but then got. Beat by the Padres in the wild card? Would you say those are failures, or could you say like, ah, good season? Failure. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah I mean, it is. It sports. just is. It's sports, man. So, are you going to tell me that Derek Jeter's wrong? Ted Lasso. Do you watch? I haven't watched this past season. What? But I have oh, watched. You know, actually, the first two seasons. You'll pick up on this because it was, I think, season two. What's the only real disagreement between Coach Beard and Ted Lasso? It said sometimes Ted Lasso is like, hey, we're learning. And Coach Beard's like, we got to win. It's about winning. They, they like That was an episode. They got in a fight about it because you can't, everything can't be a learning lesson. Learning lessons hopefully get you to, to the finish line and to victory. But if you're like, well, we're learning every year, Ted Lasso style, but you never really win. Then I, I and Danny G's right. If they battled and they battled and they played their heart out and they just came up short to a, a better team. Then you say, man, they battled it out, and they came, you know, they came so close. But we'll get yeah, it next year. That we, sound clip would have sounded so much different to me if it was seven games in the second bam. round versus the Celtics. Bam! Yeah. You, you lose to uh, I say the lesser opponent, but you but know, a they, play-in right, team a you play-in lost team. to. You know, of course, it's going to be viewed as a failure because it's sports. Do you mean a team that it's not personal? Do you mean He's a, saying to the reporter, it's not personal. Well, neither is what we're saying. This is a win-lose industry. You play in you know it's sports so if you're not winning and you're making all this money and your expectations are high it's by default i mean this is a team a that failure. Was, uh, this is a team that was barely over 500 beat you i mean jimmy buckets is hot but i mean i have one more quickie to he could have said in. it depends on how you view failure I mean, I, i'm using this to fuel the fire for next year you know we didn't play the way we th- were supposed to play but we're going to use this failure uh, again, and, and use it to, to win next year. Is it possible he took it like a direct attack? Because when it's a team, you're playing on a team. The superstar usually takes the brunt, even if they deliver, Spot. But that's the truth. And I'll tell you what, Spot. Like I said, is it? Is I think he it's carrying the failure on his shoulders. He is. Think about yeah, how many times. Is. Think about how many times LeBron was on the Cavs and put up forty triple double with a forty. You know, scoring forty five, and everyone's still like, LeBron couldn't get it done. The well, superstar. That's just not fair. And honestly, <laughs> you know, he hey, he brought up Jordan. How do you think Jordan feels about the seasons he didn't win? I bet you he thinks those were failures. Miserable. Yeah, he, he didn't play to lose. And I'll tell you what, you know, we're we're criticizing what Giannis said. I, I understand his intention. I, I'm not and I, and I like the it. sentiment, but I, I, this is something that I would like to remember word for word to tell my kid when they're hard on themselves. So there's a there's a great lesson there. But again, this is the world of sports. Now, one last quickie thought. And then we'll get to when 50 hits. We'll pay tribute to Jerry Springer and some great trash TV from our childhoods. But we talked about baseball. We talked about when an NFL team makes it to the Super Bowl and they come up short. They may never get back there. Right? You may never get back there. Giannis, there's no guarantee he'll ever get back to the NBA Finals. We just saw Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. And I thought it was the perfect way to end this. Floyd Mayweather, who never lost was the first person to come out and say, yo, it's not about wins and losses all the time. Like, these are the best of the best fighting each other. He should not be ashamed. Sometimes you learn and you get better. And, like, Ryan Garcia, should he be wallowing now? Or he learned. Exactly. That's what I think. I mean, he's getting his criticism, but I think he learns. He gets better. A lot of people view this. Remember, Ryan Garcia, here's one little caveat people forget about that story. 
He's 24 years old. Tank Davis is 28. It's a lot like Canelo when he fought Mayweather. He's just yeah. a little young. He'll come back. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, it's Thursday. What do we do every Thursday? Yeah! yeah. yeah. What we gonna do right here is go back. Back into time. Throwing it back yeah. for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after, CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we reminisce together. Yeah! Oh, as for life, old school, because I'm an old fool that's so cool. Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, Danny G, Ramos, our boy Sagers in the studio, working on some videos, getting ready for NFL draft night. Spot is here. Let's discuss. Let's bring it back. 877-99 on Fox. We say rest in peace to Jerry Springer on the Stowback yeah. Thursday. This morning, you and I were uh, doing our Patreon podcast, and all of a sudden, we started getting text messages like, oh, no, 79 years old. We lost Jerry Springer. Oh, he lost the battle to cancer. Uh, apparently, he found out not too long ago, and he died in his home in Chicago. But the dude had huge impact. Yes, he was the, the ringleader of a circus, but a circus that we all loved, okay? I remember sitting in my college dorm, uh, the lounge. Every dorm room, you got off the elevator before you went to your room. They had the lounge. Yeah. I feel like Jerry Springer was permanently on that TV. It was part of our life and a major shift in our culture. You know, he was the, the guy that took it to the next level for sure. We're talking trash TV, reality TV. Oh, yeah. But remember, he was a lawyer and congressman and somehow became a host and <laughs> he hit did some, his uh, thing. Questionable moments and then became a TV host. And you know what? I and think nobody did it better. In honor of Jerry Springer, can we do it one time? 
Jerry, 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 Jerry. I like this one better, though. Steve, 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 Steve. I like it better, too. Steve Cavino, but you know, Steve Wilco, we're talking about. Another guy we had the pleasure of meeting. These dudes, these dudes were legends in TV. You got a spin-off because he was Jerry's dude. Exactly. I ask you, we ask you. Trash TV, do you want to include reality or not? Or do you want to just stick to like old time talk shows? What do you mean? I, I look at that as as kind of like a reality like, are trash gonna, are TV you show. Put like too hot to handle in this category? No, oh, I no, look no, at this okay, as okay. like isn't its own specific category of like trash daytime TV. Okay, then I get then I nominate someone I know you loved, Richard Bay. Richard Bay doesn't get enough credit, I think, for what he did in the world of trash TV. Is like there's a lot of guys. It's just that Jerry Springer was the best at it. And there's women. Jenny Jones. Right, right, right. Our right. buddy Rude Jude got his start on the Jenny Jones show. So some of your favorites, maybe some of your favorite memories. A seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We will discuss Old School and 50 Hits in tribute to the late, great Jerry Springer. Cavino and Rich here. And whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 150 hits in life, 150 hits on the clock. We go old school, we throw it back on a Thursday, and we're talking trash, daytime TV, and the king of it all, the ringleader was Jerry Springer, and... You mentioned Richard Bay. I think he's a guy that doesn't get enough credit. People forget Richard Bay. Was he very East Coast, or do you guys out here remember Richard Bay? No, when I think... Yeah, when I think East Coast, I think Morton Downing Jr. So Morton Downing Jr. was that guy for me as a kid growing up who people, I think, seem to forget about, too. He was on what... See Caucus Television in New Jersey. W-O-R. W-O-R. I remember him smoking a cigarette, and he would do controversial things, a lot of race-related things. People would be fighting. I remember my parents glued to it, and as a little kid, I'd be like, wow, what's going on here? You were allowed to watch? Yeah, My mom was like, no, you are not allowed to watch that guy. So you guys did get it here on the West Coast, too, because he got some shine 
Which WrestleMania was that? I or? forget which one it was, but he got in the ring with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. And he was blowing smoke in Piper's face. And I remember Piper saying, Mr. Downey, stop blowing smoke in my face. And the whole gimmick was... five. Five? Yeah. He started taking a fire extinguisher. Yeah, he had to and blow it out. And Downey Jr. on the floor. Well, he was your, your quintessential like loud mouth blow hard, in your face, blowing smoke in your face, sort of TV host. Jerry Springer was just more of, again, the ringmaster. He was more of a of a host, but he let the other people make fools of themselves, oh, you know, while, while, while bringing his deep thought to it after every show. That's he right. wrapped it up, you know. He wrapped it up at the end with his final thought. So he, you would have all this chaos on his show, but he'd wrap it up real nice and pretty little, pr- uh, put a pretty little bow on it at the end where you learn a little lesson. Spot, what did he say at the end of every episode? Take care of yourself and each other. That's yeah. right. So live by the words of the late great now, Jerry I, Springer. I, I, on this uh, Jerry Springer tribute of ours, can I also throw some Ricky Lake into the conversation? You used to have a crush now, on her. Yeah, I did. I'm not going to lie. You used to tell me that she was your thick crush. She was my first. That's when I realized I liked it thick. <laughs> T-H-I-I-I-C-C-C. Ricky Lake. No, for real. Because I'm like, wow, Ricky, there's something. You know, something was going on. I'm like... Man, what's going on? I'm feeling some type of way watching her. Kavino's uh, current. I wish I wish my roommate would leave. Kavino, <laughs> Kavino. Whoa, jeez. Yeah, wow. I wanted her watching Prime. Uh, okay. Wow. Where, 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 where's your head at, man? Just saying. Uh, so, <laughs> Ricky Lake. Uh, Want to tell her when you're? Uh, she wasn't like trash TV, but she was definitely in that mix at that time, right? Jenny I think Jones. she followed. She followed more in the footsteps of a of a Sally Jesse Raphael type, but or a Phil Donahue. But it was all part of the same. Oh, thing. yeah, those are two good ones, too. Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. How do you forget Donahue? Who, who had better white hair, Phil Donahue or Leslie Nielsen? Steve Phillips. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, you said your first thick crush was yeah. Ricky Lake. I agree with you on your current thick crush. Uh, who's that? Kelly Clarkson. That's a, not thick. No. I always say that she, people give... When it comes to singers, Adele, all this credit, like she's the greatest thing going. And I say, you know what, man? Kelly Clarkson's better. She's more charming, and her voice is is impeccable. Effortless. And she's effortless. And I think she's great. So I don't have any, like, I don't have, like, a crush on her. I just respect her <sighs> tremendously. I respect her talent, like, on a next level. I think she's charming and talented. Anyone we're forgetting? Ramos, Danny uh, G? In I, the, my, uh, I had Geraldo. Wasn't Geraldo crazy? Geraldo. Remember, again, it was a race-related show, I believe. So, yeah, broke his nose. people were throwing stools and chairs around. He broke his nose. And my mom watching a lady who bugged me with her big glasses, Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse. Those glasses. (laughs) Uh, Dan Byer, you got one? I always enjoyed a good episode of Montel. Montel, Montel, yeah. Can I tell you the dumbest thing? Montel was great. But he was very serious. No, but Montel was great. What a nice slick head that guy had. He had like never, never a stubble. He had a, one of the best shiny heads. So my friends and I, for some reason, we would play instead of horse. You know, you play horse with basketball. We decided always to uh, in tribute to Montel. We would spell out Montel instead of horse. Well, you know what? I'm gonna do. Uh, well, I'm gonna have a game of Springer tonight. There you go. I'm gonna have a game of Jerry. But you know what, Dan Byer? That was a really good one because I never changed the channel on a Montel. But. I don't think anyone brings him up anymore. No, no. Did he? Was he the one that had Sylvia, the the psychic or the medium? Because it's been on TikTok a yeah. lot lately. Hold on, let me yes. look up Montel. I, I, What's he I, up to? I thought that he was the one that brought her, where she would tell everybody where their loved ones were and absolutely devastate people. Um, but Montel was good. Montel had that that warm feeling. But you know what? He's going to stand up for you. He's not going to take any of your BS. And he had that little soul patch, <laughs> goatee thing going on. Yeah. He was a Marine. Yeah. And a, he served in the Navy. 22 years of service. So thank you he to was, Montel. He was all business. And I want to know, like, behind the scenes, behind the Cavino and Rich velvet rope, being Ooh. a radio host for many years is like a weird life in itself because you meet so many people. I bet you Rich doesn't even remember that we've interviewed I know we did. Montel no, Williams. Did. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just not a name dropper like you. No, no, but I'm just saying. Hey, we interviewed Montel. It's such a weird pocket, because <laughs> guess who else has been on our show? Geraldo Rivera. That is true. Like, it's just such a weird and pocket. Springer. And Springer, yeah. when you interview and you get to meet these people that you used to watch every day. I know it's all about Jerry today, Yeah. but how long do you think Montel ran? Pretty impressive run. I'd say like uh, 20 miles. <laughs> He was pretty. He was pretty, he was pretty, he was pretty in shape, right? Yeah. 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 Now, shape, how yeah. long do you think the show ran? Oh, 
And give me a time frame. Like, when do you feel like you remember Montel in your life? Montel. Montel. All right, guess. Ready? 92 to 2000. Spot? Anyone Anyone to throw a guess? 96 to 05. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 91 to 2001. I'm going to go 94 to 07. Okay, all you right. Guys are, you guys are getting ready very close. Longer than all of you thought. We, we hit the front end and the back end almost. Montel ran in syndication from 91 till 08. Wow. That's a damn good run for a syndicated talk show. So who else comes to mind? 877-99 on Fox. Again, we're paying tribute to Jerry Springer. Passed away at 79 in his home, Chicago. And like I mentioned before, we're going to go to the phones. But Jerry Springer, he set out to be in politics. He was a mayor from 1977 to 78. Mm -hmm. He debuted the Jerry Springer. You know, later in his life, he did a podcast. But the Jerry Springer show, get this, also ran... From 91, him and Montel started the same year. Montel went from 91 to 08. Springer went from 91 till 2018. Wow. That is crazy. That's impressive. Run. And Maury just ended, right? I, yeah. Yeah. Maury See, Pope just ended. Right? going to be mine. Yeah. Again, Maury was great, too. And, you know, he's more of a, you, you are, are the father. You are not. He definitely did he his version his of trash. He found his niche with the daddy stuff. Yeah. That's all the episodes were. I loved how he laughed. Everyone, like, he was laughing that they were paying him to do this. You know what's interesting about Jerry Springer, though? It's like smoke and mirrors because he had the wildest stuff going on, right? And it was the trashiest of TV, but he had a certain way about classing it up. And I think a lot of it had to do with who he was, how he carried himself, and and how he wrapped up the show with his final thought. It, it was almost like misleading. It's like it was it was like trash TV in disguise because he was such a like respected guy in some way. Now, I was answering the studio lines. Did you guys mention Doctor Phil, your buddy? Uh, of course, he just a, retired. We, ha- we haven't gotten to him yet. Let's go to the phones. We don't want to give up all the answers, right? What yeah. in the world? Hold on, guys. I just had uh, a big revelation. Go ahead. Let's talk about the year 1991. Let- let's think back uh-huh. to 91, everybody. Yeah. What year was it? The year was 1991. That was the year. That was the year Metallica Black Album came out. Nirvana changed the world. That was the year um, in sports. Let's see, 91. The Minnesota, uh, the Minnesota, Twins. Minnesota Twins. Kirby Puckett won his second World Series. 91 in the NFL. That was the year, if you want to go season-wise, the Giants. That was the year they beat the Buffalo Bills. 91 in the NBA was... What was that? was early Jordan, right? No, wait. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's yeah. first NBA yeah. title yeah, was, was 91, right? right? Yeah, that was, yep. that was the part of the first three-peat. Would you believe that Montel... Jerry Springer. Some, Maury, pretty, awesome, some pretty awesome things happened to me personally in 91, too. OPP. <laughs> yeah. OPP. Not even Yeah, yeah, bro. And uh, Montel, Jerry Springer, Maury, and Jenny Jones all debuted within the same six month period. Wow. So it must have been the, that must have been the research rage. Like, no, that was the secret sauce. People were into it. People were into it. Who comes to mind? What were your favorite memories of that era? Again, Jerry Springer passed away. Who do we got, Danny G? All right, let's start with uh, Reed in the Waco area in Yo, Texas. What's up, Reed? Kimmy on Rich. Yes, sir. What up? Hey, what's up? So, uh, two quick, uh, two quick thoughts about uh, Jerry Springer. One, most people don't remember that he was actually his political career ended because he wrote a personal check to a, uh, a prostitute. And- that was the big controversy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I use Venmo. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm kidding. It's a joke. No, but I mean, it does make you think for a smart guy who writes a check to I know. a prostitute. And then that, by the way, that was like uh, within a year of when he got married, he ended up getting divorced as a result. So there was a lot of controversy around that. Do you take Zell? Yeah. What? Uh, what else? <laughs> who else we got, Daddy? All right. Let's uh, go to Sean in Sacramento. Yo, what's up, Sean? Yo, my brother's from another mother. Shout How are you? y'all, man? What up, man? We're uh, we're paying tribute to Jerry Springer. What comes to mind with uh, old school trash TV from our childhood? 
So real quick, man, I, I just got to let y'all know, I recently subscribed to Chalk, and I feel like Rich Davis every day now, always bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Best subscription I ever subscribed to. Thank y'all, TNR stuff for that. By the way, I can hear the laser focus. I can hear it. Ah. <laughs> my, my testosterone's through the roof, fellas. I just got to put that out there. But, I love um, that. This guy's chalked up. <laughs> as far as this topic goes, though, man, I know you guys already touched on Maury, but something that I loved about Maury, and I don't know if a lot of people remember this, he used to have, and I don't know if this is PC to say now, the drag shows where you would have to guess whether it was actually a man or a woman. Yeah, yes. no, yeah that, you, it was great. Obviously, probably it wouldn't work now. It'll, you know, politically incorrect, maybe for the climate, but but still, that was fantastic back in the day. You know what I loved about Maury Povich? That he was married to Connie Chung, who we would watch on the news all the time. In New York, yeah. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah. He's Mike, married to uh, Connie Chung. Mike hit us up in Cincinnati where Jerry Springer's well, but from. Hold on, hold on, pause. Do you remember that Maury Povich was the host of Current Affair before he went that route? Yes. I do remember that, yeah. So again, it was such a thing. Like trashy daytime TV was such a thing that Maury Povich was like, yeah, enough of the Current Affair. This is what I got to do. Geraldo, if you want to go that route, Geraldo, I remember, I mean, I don't remember it as clear until you reminded me years ago, the whole vault, the uh, Al Capone, Al Capone. Al like, Capone's that, vault. That was the, you know, the Was worst, that a failure was that or was like that the, the worst know. payoff maybe? Would Giannis <laughs> consider that a failure or not? That was a failure, yes. <laughs> no, there's no failures in uh, Giannis TV. told me it's just learning, guys. Yeah. It's not a failure. <laughs> the, the Geraldo broken nose, though, I felt like that was like... The benchmark. You guys were talking about '91. It was yeah. And Nirvana. Like I feel like it's the that Geraldo episode that was legendary. Yes, Danny G. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan Byer, You're right because I I feel like I saw a special about this type of stuff, and they said that was when everyone's like, it's working. Like yes. when Geraldo got his nose broken, it was like, yo, this is chaos, and people started to believe like it's real. These people are maniacs. Yeah. They're wrangling circus mania. You know, like so that was a huge moment. And Don- Phil Donahue, before that, I think there was like the lead up to it. You know, Phil Donahue was big back in the day. Um, I was too young to even tune into Donahue. Yeah, but he was but, he was boring though, right? Well, that, so yeah, that's that the, the thing. Yeah, but, but, they, but Donahue had to pivot slightly, and I yes. remember Donahue saying I that. I think he, we watched the same episode. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like Donahue felt dirty about it, but he's like, I have to become a little more salacious because these other shows are killing me. Yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah. that CNN special, maybe the eighty. Yes, 90s, yeah, it was. Yeah. The, it was the CNN like docu series about the nineties. You right? know what's wild about this on a Throwback Thursday, old school when fifty hits is all these names that we mentioned that were so a big part of our everyday life. And we see the commercials, you know, later on Jenny Jones, we'd hear about this all the time. Kids today or younger people today, not even on their radar at all. If you ask any young person if they know who Montel Williams is, they're like, I know Montel Jordan. I heard of that song. I don't know Montel Williams. Ask any kid if he knows who Phil Donahue is. They're like, I don't know who that now, is. Now, Mike hit us up from Cincinnati, the home of Jerry Springer. And he said, guys, would you consider wrapped up with all this great daytime trash TV all the judge shows that started with like, Wap- oh. like Judge Wapner, Judge you know People's Joe Court. Brown, Judge Judy. Is that all in the same category to you or no? Because they're all they judge are ridiculous. Ito. They are ridiculous, salacious judge. Like well, People's Court was the original. Yeah. People's Court. Yeah. People's Court was great. One and only. But yeah, you know what? That was all part of it. Like I, I look at this like when you were playing hooky. Right, you could have went to school, but you didn't. So you you stayed home. You watched some Prices Right, Right. and then right around the time that Jerry Springer was on, you're like, man, I could have went to school. (laughs) (laughs) I could have made it, it, but I didn't. Uh, So that's how I think you were heating up some Top Ramen. Yeah, they were all part of the whole (laughs) deal, you know, from your game shows to your judge shows to your daytime trash TV. Is there anybody that we sort of left out? We said Morton Downey Jr. We said Richard Bay. We said Maury Povich. Yeah, let's go with uh, Michael in Virginia here. What up, Michael? Hey, Michael, any more that we're forgetting? Daytime TV smut back in the day in honor of Jerry Springer. Hey, what what's up? up, guys? What's up? Hey, two things I remember about Jerry Springer's show is one, TPT, Trailer Park Trash. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, KKK, Tupac's Plan. I remember when I was a kid watching that all the time. It made me sick to my stomach, but that's the only two things I can remember. Well, hold on. This is what makes that era of TV really interesting and what made it pop. It's the first time that we realized that regular people, just like you and me, regular people could bring those ratings in. 
And, and that and, was the game changer. And, and that eventually led like, to reality and, TV and, 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 and stuff like that. But you also realize, like, wow, they're like, those people are for real. Those are real people that yeah. are that racist and, and, and terrible. And, and, and like, it made you feel better about your family situations and, and anything else that was going on. Because no matter what was going on in your neighborhood or in your life, you're like, well, at least we're not as bad as those people. I think we all sort of enjoyed when racist people on those shows would get put in their place by the people they hated. Yeah, but you realize before that, it was soap operas that were really dominating daytime. Actors and, and uh, Susan Lucci. General Hospital. Right? Luke and Laura on All General Hospital. <laughs> it really was. That, that was it. And Des- then they realized, oh, wait, we could just have regular people just acting lives. like fools and people are tuned in. Does Wendy Williams, she's too yeah. late, right? She's, she's not part of that, that initial group. She's she more would, recent. Yeah, okay. But she's great though. Wendy's yeah. Wendy's always been nice to us. Um, let's take one more phone call. We'll uh, we'll make like your favorite slugger and move on. Uh, who do we got there? We got uh, Ralphie in New York. Yo, Ralphie, what's up, bud? What's up, buddy? Yo. Am I on? Yeah, you're on, man. What's up? <laughs> hey, hey, how are you? I'm glad you guys brought up Mort. I was at it. I was pretty sure it was W O R Studios in Sea Caucus. Mm-hmm. I went there twice. I still have it on VHS. All I remember were the brightest lights I've ever seen. You thought you were on your way to heaven and massive clouds of smoke. So I'm so glad you guys brought up Mort. Jerry was great. All those shows as being a 58-year-old guy, I remember them all. Yeah, I mean, they were all great. Just Jerry Springer did it on a bigger level. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.